So there are some plants that are just, I've heard several folks go, my thumbs are brown. My thumb, I've done a lot of community out there talking to folks in the community, wearing my sequin shirt, promoting Dancing for the Stars and Waters Garden Center. It's cause marketing. It's a great cause. And so, and I keep hearing, oh, I've got black thumbs. Oh, Ken, I can never do that. Oh, well, I just kill plants. Let me, not true. You're just planting the wrong plants and you're killing those plants. And so all plants are, they're, they're going to require some care. I mean, a little bit of water and some food goes a long ways. They're kind of like children or puppy dogs. You can't just once and done, you ignore them. Otherwise, it's the silk plants. If you see silk plants, you got, so you know, someone just never waters or fertilizes, does any care. They wanted fake dead plants. If you're going to try at all, I thought I'd give you the list of things that you just can't, you're going to have success. And I was kind of trying to make some notes of things that look really good in my yard. I just, I've got some things, I've got some patios that are very hot and I've got some containers, small bowls on the tables that get hot, even hotter. And so I've got some plants out there that two of them that are just outshining the rest. I want them by hand. And I try to remember to do it daily, but every two, three days, I finally actually do it. But sedums or succulents, we use these in rock gardens. And you don't have to put them in rock gardens. You can put them in containers. You can have them right there on the edge of your patio. You can have them in hanging baskets out there at the base of your trees. They are just so robust. They will actually go into rock gardens and creep in between the boulders because they'll take that heat. But these are evergreen most of them, creepy, crawly, kind of thick, leafy. They hold a lot of moisture in their foliage, but they don't have spines like a cactus does. So you can walk on them. You can bump into them. Most are evergreen. In fact, I use them at the front edge of my containers because they like to flow in between rocks, but they'll also flow over the edge of a container. They'll actually touch the ground. No matter how big or tall your pot is, they'll just overflow and they just want to creep and crawl and run across the yard. They're very good. Probably have 50 varieties here, different colors, shapes. They do have a flower. They'll be fluorescent, much like a cacti. Really, you're not planting for the flowers. I mean, they, they bloom for a couple of days and they're gone. And they're pretty when they're blooming, but really it's the foliage the foliage of the rock stars. There's some tall ones like Autumn autumn Joy Sedums. This is one your grandparents grew. It's about knee high. Beautiful fall color in the autumn, thus Autumn Joy. It is a true perennial. It hibernates underground, but it comes right back. Very strong grower for years and years of enjoyment. Be careful, you Californians. There's a whole series of sedums or succulents. They're the same thing that don't winter over here. So they're very pretty. They're marketed at the box stores. You know, that's if you're coming from the deserts, they're going to grow fabulous up here. But in the winter, they're going to die unless you bring them indoors. The only ones we sell here at Waters Garden Center, at least, are the perennial varieties. So sometimes you say, oh, I just kill plants because you're sold an annual and you actually thought it would live for years for you, but it was only meant to grow for a season. It was meant to die in the winter. So getting the right plant in the right spot that comes back year after year, that, that could be the reason you're blaming your thumbs. And you shouldn't. You should be blaming the retailer you bought that from. Another one. 
I've got sedums and I've got agaves. So agaves are, there's several varieties of agave that grow up here at this, this elevation. Some of them are completely native. So there's a Utah gensis, one that grows up on the, the, the canyon, uh, canyon, Grand Canyon area. It's kind of kind of wild yucca, also called a century plant. That is once every century it grows this huge flower, like 15 foot tall flowers, amazing. Uh, the myth is every century it blooms. Actually, if it's got any care at all, it'll bloom every 10 to 15 years. But it basically gets this great big plant. And it's the ones with the great big tall flowers. That's an agave is the native. That's that's what we call them. Or century plant could be a common name. There's also um, an artichoke agave. That's a great big ball. It's like a huge artichoke, like not plant like an actual fruiting, like the like the fruit of an artichoke, only on steroids. It's got that look. You cannot kill that plant. You, I mean, you abuse it, go on that Panama Canal cruise for a month and a half, come back, it'll still be alive. Even if your irrigation went down, it'll still be there. It's just so robust. Uh, I would say yuccas are very similar to that. Similar, there's several varieties of yuccas that grow up here. Many of them are very native. So the most famous of all of them is red yucca. You're seeing them in bloom right now and through your neighborhood. You'll see a kind of a, a grassy looking, not spiky. Uh, agaves are spiky. They got a thorn at the end. But yuccas don't. They're very soft. They're very fleshy. But their flowers hover about hip high with red flowers. Hummingbirds love them. But they, they hold so much moisture in their roots and in their foliage that they're very robust. I was just planting some butterfly bush. I find butterfly bush, if you treat a butterfly bush, this is a, a tall plant, can be tall, can be taller than you and I. There's several varieties that stay short, but each one has a flower, a big long pinnacle, like, like, a, like a lilac. It has a lilac kind of flower in different colors, and butterflies truly do love them. I mean, they love, you're going to have more butterflies if you have butterfly bush, guaranteed. But it takes full sun, takes our wind. And once you get them rooted out, you can treat them like any other tree on your yard, like a pine tree or spruce or maple or apple or any other tree. That once a week watering, it will thrive in your yard and count on summer long, summer through autumn, you're going to have these big butterfly kind of flowers to them, which is many times when the butterflies are migrating. So, so the, the monarchs are migrating on purpose when these flowers are starting to bloom. So they time their height, they're, they're, they're flying north to south, south to north by this, by some of the flowers that are in bloom. So just plant a few of those and you're going to get the migration coming through your yard, your gardens. It's kind of a delight. It's kind of fun. I love butterflies. They're like, I, my favorite is a swallowtail because they're bigger than monarchs. They're, they're yellow instead of orange. Um, I love painted ladies because they look like a miniature, like a tiny monarch, bright orange with black back, black uh, wings, uh, but they usually come in force. I mean, they're not just one floating around. They come in like like clouds. They're beautiful. Just And there's so many more that you can plant, but that's one you just go with that. Can't kill. Russian sage. It's a blue spiky shrub about, oh, maybe hip high or so, maybe just a touch taller. Has this blue feathery flower to it. You can't kill that plant. In fact, it's it's almost a weed. It needs to be killed out more often. So it, it, it looks good for about 
seven, eight, nine years. And then it just starts to get mangy looking. It outgrows its space. You kind of want to dig it up and reset with a new one. And so another one that's a companion to that plant, Russian sage. Anytime you hear the word sage, you know you got a good plant. Autumn sage is like the Russian sage. They're not cousins. They're kind of different, but they both have a sagey kind of smell or fragrance to them, which means the animals are not going to bother it. Javelina are going to leave it alone. Deer aren't going to mosey over and nibble on it at night. Rabbits don't care about it. Autumn sage has, it's about knee high and has red flowers on it. There are several colors. Could be pink, red, white with red. It's, there's, a, there's a new purple variety called Ignition Purple. So, But these are all the same size shrub, about knee high, with these cute tubular shaped flowers that hummingbirds love. You're going to have more hummingbirds if you have autumn sage. So, And you just can't kill that plant. I mean, if you've got brown thumbs, go, with, go in that direction. You're going to have success if you even try. If you wake up in the morning and look at your hose, you're going to have success with that plant. And if you put on a drip system, guaranteed, it's going to thrive for years to come. What else did I put on here? Oh, I had to go over some, uh, some of the annual variety, flowering things. So vinca. Vinca is a bright, it's got a flower about the size of a quarter uh, and it's just covered right now. It's an annual, that is, it's going to live for the season. But if you've struggled keeping flowers alive, vinca is going to be your go-to. Portulaca is another one or ice plant. They're very robust, hardy, flowering plants. You just can't kill. Start with those. And we've got a whole bunch more. Come see us, but, but I'm out of time here. Ken Lane and the plant you just can't kill in your yard. Be right back after this. <laughs> 